the governors uh, got together and said, look, let, let's play for a hog. Let's play for a pig. Ben and Eric gather at their laptops. One's a gopher, one's a Hawkeye. Welcome to the pod of Rosedale, the bronze pig full of hot takes. This is Ben and Eric here joining you, talking Big Ten football. I, I hope people listened last week because there were some extremely spicy takes. I mean, I don't know if you recall, Eric. We were talking playoff scenarios for your Gophers. We were thinking Wait, about. Wait, those aren't just, in play still. What, what are you talking about? I mean, I guess if they won out, they'd probably be back in. But I don't. I, I blacked point, out on Saturday. What like was something happened? I well. You know, I, a lot has happened. So, you know, I we, I have to sing the Go for Fight song on the pot of, of Rosedale. Why do you have uh, to do that? Who's going to make PJ, you know, PJ Fleck is a, a lion scumbag, as far as I'm concerned, who does not disclose player injuries. You know, as you recall, we were talking about Mohammed Ibrahim being like a Heisman candidate, right? You, were, you recall this discussion. We're like, this guy's got some Heisman numbers. He's in Heisman talks. And as far as I can tell, there was no whiff of him not playing at all. But well, he didn't play a snap. Didn't play a snap. He was dressed. He had his uniform on. It was the oddest thing. The announcers were like, game starts. And I think the Gophers Because he start- lied about it. PJ Go- Fleck, Does, like, that's not cagey. what happened. The Gophers okay, started happened? the game with the football, and they're like, well, why isn't Ibrahim out there? Huh? That's weird. You know, not out there in the first drive. And then it wasn't until like halftime that we got any word that, oh, he's hurt. He's not playing. And it's like, what? How, how do you, you guys, you're the professionals here. How do you not know what's going on? I, you're supposed to be telling me. I'm just sitting here watching the game. DJ Fleck didn't tell a soul outside of Gopher Locker well, Room. Well, it was a game time decision. And decided did he, he say, was, did he even say? I didn't know decide. he was even on the injury report. I had correct, no idea. Correct. I, I, I think there's some chicanery coming from Mr. Well, Phillip it obviously Fleck. didn't work. <laughs> Whatever it was I, that he clearly did. Clearly didn't. I, I, it's like if it's a game turn decision, why is he suited up? Oh, be ready, Purdue. He might come in. It's gonna change well, the game plan. It it, it, it made a difference. I think it actually discounts your your lovely running back theory that it doesn't matter who's back there. It's just no. Apparently, anyway. not having Ibrahim turned the Gophers into Iowa. They became the Iowa Hawkeyes without Ibrahim. That's offensive. But, but, Tanner Morgan looked okay. Tanner Morgan was all right. He wasn't the reason they lost this game. The interception in the end zone was not his fault. He hit the guy. What about the other interception? That was not a great pass. It wasn't. I think he threw three interceptions, didn't he? Oh, okay. He threw one at the very end of the the end, forcing it. But let's not not put any of this on him. Like no, no. I mean, some of it's his fault. But you're comparing him to Spencer Petras. That's that's offensive. Okay, I take offense. Uh, Should we look at their numbers? Uh, Should we compare? Well, we can. Morgan was 18 for 33, 257, and three three picks. Not great. I don't okay. know. Here's what Spencer Petrus, 21 for 31, 246 yards and one touchdown. That was Spencer Petrus. So, 17.6 QBR for Tanner Morgan. But like I said, that one pick was, was not what, his what fault. What was Spencer Petrus's? Let's let's take a look here. Well, I mean, let's since you're you're, you're being offended, Spencer Petrus was 51 and a half. Jeez. My goodness. Do, should we pull up the the overall QBR? Oh, that's uh, fine. But he apparently Tanner Morgan needs Ibrahim to be able to quarterback. Without him, he's uh, basically Spencer Petras as far as I can tell. What I'll say is th- in this is this I don't know if this is a trend with PJ Flack or in the Gopher team, but they have 
a few times in the last few years at when they come out and you feel like, okay, this is a really good team. They lay an egg, like a complete egg from, from like the kickoff. You're just like, what is, what is wrong with them where they look like they have no interest in being out there at all. And they're just like trying to get the game over with. And PJ, he coaches that way too. It's like the play calls, you know, okay. Ibrahim's not out there, but you don't have to just do these, these run option in, into four different guys that are, you know, unblocked every time. Like the, no creativity either. Obviously, the the uh, Purdue is ready for the run plays they were calling, and I mean the offense just couldn't move the ball at all. It, and it just felt like they were so shocked to be out there. It's it's and like last year they did that Eric, against. This is kind of Bowling what it's like cheering for Iowa. It's it, you just watch the offense. And you're like this seems futile. No, but this was like no effort though. It was effort was just bad. But they were so locked in against Michigan State, right? They were so locked in. Yeah, it was crazy. And then Ibrahim's gone, and then it's just... They they do not look precise. They didn't look locked in at all. If I was a gopher defender, I'd say, you know, in the span of a few weeks, they've lost their number one wide receiver, and now their number one running back. Iowa doesn't have their number one wide receiver either. So, I mean, I I think... They have a a number one wide receiver? Yes, Keegan Johnson. Doesn't he play for Purdue? (laughs) Or don't don't both the one and two play for Purdue actually? Uh, Tyron Tracy was not one and two. You can make a case Charlie Jones was, but uh, oh, it's ESPN. The fucking ads. You let it run, and all of a sudden, like an hour. Oh, I know. An hour after having it up, it runs like an ad. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I've had that happen before uh, on this very podcast. It's really annoying. And I, and I it, it was miserable. I mean, I, I was going, uh, the Iowa game was pretty unpleasant to watch. And so was the gopher game. Well, like, I, I, have to, I didn't watch a second of the Iowa game, literally not one second of it. Uh, my wife actually, she was in a different room watching it while I was watching the gopher game. They played at the same time. True um, and I could hear her groaning. I'm like, okay, this is obviously not going well. Um, but then they, you know, then they played the little score, so I could kind of follow what the score was. No, I had them both going on my YouTube TV, so I was going between back and forth. And it's like, oh, look, maybe the go, no, the Gophers aren't. They they cannot do anything. Well, like, seem. The, where he threw the pick in the end zone, I think it was three three at that point or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that one wasn't his fault. It would have turned the, the game around. It would have been a much different game. But you well, know. it's like Iowa. If they Gophers had gotten the lead, they could have kind of sat on it and put the pressure on Purdue. But coming from behind is a bit different when you have, uh, you know. Spencer Petrus North as your quarterback. You know, it's very difficult when he's got to pass. The number 49th ranked QBR in the country, Tanner Morgan. That he dropped all the way to 49? 49, yeah. He was like okay. top 10 last week. Okay, uh, let's wow. See. Where's, where's Spencer? He's got to have climbed out of oh, the bottom Oh, boy, five. He's, not, he's not even... Oh no! Wait, sorry. He's 128. I hadn't I hadn't scrolled down far enough yet. He's still at 128. He's still second. So wait, there's to last. 130. Yeah. Wait, is it, there 130? Is yeah. There 100. He, he's, he's oh, yeah, third to last, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. get it right, buddy. You give him credit. He is not one of the two worst quarterbacks in college football. You give him his. He has not climbed results. out of the bottom five yet <laughs> this season. No, and the last two weeks we've seen Spencer Petrus as good as he's ever likely to play, and it's still very, very depressing. Um, no, it was it was brutal. I, it, it's a uh, the Big Ten West is a big pile of dog shit. Uh, you know who's going to win this crappy division? Wisconsin fired their coach. 
after getting crushed. Is it Illinois? I mean, we got Illinois. Be, be, yeah, out. they got the shit kicked out of them by Illinois, and then Bielema goes In into Madison, Madison kicks the, my, yeah. kicks their ass, and then they fire the guy that replaced him. Couldn't write a more beautiful story for Bielema. Uh, ludicrous. And now, next- now you have that's very Illinois team. You, uh, are they going to Champaign, or is it? Is it's it in Champagne. It's Champagne. There's still 20,000 tickets available if you want to go down to Champagne. Watch the game. You know, scout the scout the Gophers next opponent opponent a week ahead of time. Yeah, so the Some Gophers are on by. I don't I don't have a whole lot to say. It it was another one of those just the Big Ten West wide open for the Gophers to just take a chokehold on it. All you have to do is beat this just average ass Purdue team, and they couldn't do it. No, with a hobble, the Aiden O'Connell too, who's kind of like iffy on starting. Yeah, he was a game time decision. Apparently, you know, he might not have played. And he but... threw like two interceptions. He looked bad. The Gophers. Well, the made Gopher him look defense bad. looked okay. That you know, they... the defense looked great. There was no not problem. Great. Gopher... I mean, they gave up quite a few yards, but well, O'Connell's that, that, done that and, against and the... every team. Yeah. Well, that that sixty-six yard touchdown run at the end was bad, but I mean they're exhausted. They're down thirteen to ten, and yeah, okay, they they. It was really over at that point, anyways. Right, but they couldn't get anything on the offense. Right, and they you get defeated at some point when your offense is so bad. I think they missed. Didn't they miss a chip chip shot field goal too? Yeah, it's just one of those special teams. Yeah, it's just one of those games where it's like, oh man, nobody wants to win this game. The Gophers just can't seem to do anything right. I don't know. I don't no, know what to say. I, is does this? It, obviously, they just aren't as good as maybe we thought they were. Well, I uh, think Ibrahim it, it changed things because he I, I he was a, one of the best in college football with breaking tackles with yards after contact. Mm-hmm. Ibrahim could get hit and get yards, and they could make everybody key in on the running game, and it made it a lot easier for Tanner Morgan. And Trey Potts is good, but he just can't break the tackles that Ibrahim can. The Gophers' offensive line isn't as good as it was last year. It didn't matter last year when they lost Ibrahim because the offensive line was so incredible. Oh, well, and good. then the other thing that in the I don't know if you how close you were watching, but in the first quarter on their like 35 yard line, PJ goes for it on fourth oh, down. I saw that. Like what the hell was that? It was, it was desperate. He knew how bad the offense. He's like, it was in the first quarter. He's like, I, we're not going to be able to. Yeah. And, Stats or analytics wouldn't tell you to go for it on your own 30, <coughs> fourth and one um, in the first quarter. They didn't I mean, get that, it, obviously. But no, it, they got stuffed horribly. Like, Purdue had no problem getting it. But that's what field. I'm saying. Like, it was just it was different. I think he's we're, like, we have to keep the offense on the field. It's going to be tough. We're not going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. Let's try to get some extra. Uh, is get he, another is he just there. like a scared coach? Does he coach scared a little bit? That's the kind of the feeling that I'm starting to get. Is I think he, when he things he gets his, real tight, when things start to not go but great. That's the opposite of tight. That's loose. That's like being overly aggressive. He seems to change a lot. Like when he plays Iowa, he seems to be really tight, and he's not going to go for and fourth down. And they're going to play the field position, and they're going to go back and forth. And here he's like, oh, this is we're not going to be able to contain Purdue, and we're not going to be able to win a shootout. So we gotta we gotta try to move the chains. But, yeah, but they, it they wasn't this like. Goal. Fourth down, well, we'll get it. Who cares? You know, it wasn't it wasn't that. It did seem more like desperation. You're like, you're already really no, desperate, desperate in the first quarter. You're already desperate for a first down, and and it gave Purdue a field goal. I mean, Purdue yes. was able to go up ten, not, ten to nothing. Yeah. It gave him a two score lead, all entirely based on that decision. Uh, yeah, it was, it, and he didn't pass, and and it was an obvious run situation. And he ran it, and, and it wasn't even it was no the Kramer him. guy. It was the 
back. Oh yeah, they put court. the Kramer in and that. Like, it was yes. just oh wait, mystery. He's gonna run this wild every freaking time he's out there. They run the same play of like except against Iowa um, was the last year, but that that's it. He's gonna say punking punking at Kirk Ferentz, but that's it. No, it was it was bizarre choice. It didn't really make any rational sense. Like your defense is playing great. I mean, all told, I I don't think you can have much beef with the Gopher D. They played awesome. But the offense without Ibrahim gave a lot of running offense. yards. A lot of running yards. Well, a lot of that is cheesed at the end. Yeah. Like that 166 yard run yeah. really skews the stats. I, you know, it's fine. I but mean, they, picked off O'Connell twice. You know, only he only he threw looked for uncomfortable. 200 yards. Yeah he, could, yeah, he couldn't get yards. I know. I thought the Gophers D looked really, really well, good. But it's just again, I yeah, I know you're insulted by it, but it's like, oh, this is this is kind of what it's like watching Iowa. You're like, oh my God, the offense. Can you just do a tiny little bit? And the Gophers offense scored 10 points. That's really bad. That's not a. That's a pretty abysmal showing, and that's kind of what Iowa tends to do. Is like seven, thirteen. That's that's around what Iowa's offensive you know ceiling is. Well, anything to say about playing the number four ranked Michigan team? Are you happy they kept it close? No, I'm I'm not because the offense didn't do anything until the very end of the third quarter, basically, and it took a short field, and it was really really. I mean, they had was something like 31 plays for 86 yards up to that point. The offense did nothing. It was the defense's worst game of the year by far. Mostly because Michigan just kept like running the ball down Iowa's throat. Pa- passing defense, they couldn't they couldn't get third and long situations, <coughs> which is what Iowa wants because the, the, the pass rush is really good and their pass coverage is really good. And that's how you get turnovers. Instead, they just kept running and getting basically five yards a pop with Blake Corum and controlled the game. It was only 13 points, which isn't a lot. And Michigan's got a really, really good offense, but it, Iowa didn't score until it was twenty to nothing, and then made it twenty to seven, and then stupid play calls had a chance to score another touchdown to make it a six-point game. And uh, you were going to put money on this game anyway. That really awful pick play to Laporta that was thrown backwards, and he just caught it and basically lost a yard turnover on downs and the game was over but i mean did you put money on this you liked iowa with that 10 and a half point spread which michigan covered uh i did not no i can't bet in minnesota it's illegal that's fine you, you can drive to the border you can get to diamond joe's it's a couple hour drive uh, i'd have to be a pretty big degenerate to drive two and a half hours to put some money on a game but well, maybe. i've thought about it four hours round trip sure but no i i mean it's the same thing i mean when the defense isn't insane, well, the game isn't that close. Like they played a great offense, the defense didn't do a good job. Although I think Michigan's probably got one of the better offensive lines in college football, and they controlled the game of the line of scrimmage. Iowa couldn't run. Um, Iowa fans will whine about penalties, and there were some bad ones, but you know I, I care more about just how abysmal the offense was generally. Um, they padded the stats at the end with a garbage time touchdown to make it 14 to 27 but it wasn't really that close i always got two two good drives and that was it no i don't i don't have much to say about the uh iowa game they got dominated physically by a really good michigan team the defense didn't hold them to 10 points or less so that's about the Iowa's only chance to win no turnovers came close but no it's like whatever uh, i was gonna get clobbered by Ohio state and then every other game is gonna be gross low scoring they could win or lose just about every other game outside of ohio state and who knows maybe they win all their division matchups and 
return as Big Ten West champions and get crushed by Ohio State or Michigan a second time. Who knows? Very possible. It's also possible Iowa wins six games and goes to some crummy bowl game in Detroit. Well, looking ahead, so you got Illinois on Saturday. Do you? How do you feel about this? It an, it's a night game, right? They're playing at night. I feel like how I just said. Yeah, it's at 6.30, I think. It's, um, it's going to be a gross, low-scoring game. Um, can be back and forth. I mean, basically, it's, it was Illinois' home field advantage, a slight edge, but it's going to come down to a couple of dumb plays here or there. I don't know. Let's, uh, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to like it. It's not going to be fun to watch. Maybe I will win. If I will wins, okay. Well, then the uh, Big Ten West is still very much in play, despite the, I was going to get crushed by Ohio State in two and a half weeks. So I don't know. I mean, Gophers are to buy, and they they've got, they're going to play Illinois next as well. Right? Iowa yeah. Minnesota I mean, it's the same it, next opponent. Illinois back to back. Yeah. And are the Gophers there traveling to uh, Champaign also? Or is that the yep. Gophers get them in yep. on the fifteenth? Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're see that's their next two games are on the road against two really will be two really tough games. That's why that Purdue it was homecoming is it was right there. It was right there. It, it reminded me of Iowa Purdue last year. The hype chain was starting to really go crazy. Right after Iowa beat Penn State, Iowa was like a massive favorite over uh, over um, Purdue and just got steamrolled. That game was less close than the Gophers Purdue game, but it was there. Gophers were twelve point favorites over Purdue and lost by ten. And you know Purdue just took control of that game and like well all the all the positive vibes just ended the gophers could still win 10 games i mean i think that's in the cards the gophers could also i mean uh, is Ibrahim going to be back for the illinois game i guess that's the biggest thing i want to know is, is he coming back i i hope so after the bye week i think a whole week it se- seemed like it was just an ankle thing that he tweaks on like friday because like even the announcers were saying they watched the practice and they're like he looked fine like i don't know he seemed to practice fine the day before the game so it's okay. a weird deal. I mean, he blew out his Achilles last year, so you never know like what's going on health wise. But and PJ Flex, a kind of slimy dude. So. Must it must be? Yeah. Uh, it, is there a is there a kids book we should read in honor of PJ Flex? <laughs> oh, isn't that just the dumbest thing that you've ever heard? That he reads a children's book to the team. Before I was the game. like watching the game, and they I heard the announcers talk about it. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna have to talk about this. There once was a man named PJ who annoyed the piss out of everybody he saw. But the he would he won't say what book he reads, which is an interesting thing. Like like what is he like hiding that? I don't understand. But because he knows he'll get made fun of, it's gonna be like I don't know. Does he seem like somebody that would care about that? I like uh, maybe I don't know. Then don't read your team a goddamn children's book. Like, He's your coach, man. You uh, you have to endorse every decision he makes. You have to support. You have to think it's great. So you love having a coach who reads his grown men children's books. Uh, should, we, should we do our power rankings here? Big Ten West power sure, rankings. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Um, I'm going to be – yeah, do you want to – let's start at the top. I, I already know you're going to say Illinois, but is it Illinois for you? Yes. Cause last week I had Illinois number two. I'm, pu- I'm putting them at number one this week after their – I mean, they beat Wisconsin and they fired their coach – uh, they look to be the best team in the Big Ten right now. Big Big Ten, Big Ten West. West, right? Yes. Yeah, not yeah, the best sure. team in the Big Ten. Let me clarify that. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, 
the big thing to me is Ibrahim's health. It, 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 I'm going to assume that Muhammad Ibrahim comes back in time to play against the Illinois Fighting Illini in two, you know, a week from Saturday. Assuming that, I still think Minnesota is the best team. Without Ibrahim, uh, Minnesota drops a couple of spots at least. With Ibrahim, still think they're the best team. They have uh, the best running back of all the running backs. And but the running backs that, don't matter, though. Just put anybody back there. What difference does it make? Uh, apparently, it matters in this case. It definitely matters in this case because it was uh, it was like, man, Cinderella has turned into a pumpkin. Jeez, what is going on? It was bad. It was like, uh, yeah. That, that, well, so imagine that's every week for you. That 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 was a sample of what it's like to cheer for the Hawkeyes. Um, just watching offensive futility over and over again. Man, it's just miserable. Um, so I, I'm going to put Minnesota at one. So I'm in Minnesota at one. Um, how far did you drop your Gophers? I, you I had them, them I'll two? have them at two. I had them at two. Okay, and I've got Illinois, uh, Illinois at two. So I mean, I it feels odd not having Purdue ahead of them, considering they just beat them. But I think for the reasons you're saying, it's like, okay, you had injury. It was kind of a shit game with some weird bounces here or there. Like, are the Gophers still maybe a better team? So, and plus they're four and one. Is their only loss? You know, Purdue has two losses, but yeah, to a ranked Syracuse key team and to Penn State. So their losses aren't bad per se. But Illinois lost to Indiana, and Indiana's probably not going to be a team that makes a bowl game. So who knows? I mean, I you know, I'm I think Illinois, Illinois looks it, really good now, though. I mean, maybe maybe Wisconsin's just that bad. Um, I don't know. It's tough to tell. I mean, there's a lot of bad teams in the Big Ten West. Uh, you know, it's it's ugly. It is hideous. That's what's so frustrating. It's so wide open. Like goodness gracious. Like, no, it looked it. like the Gophers a week ago. It looked like the Gophers were going to just be a stranglehold. Now, yeah. now it's going to come down to w- weird tiebreakers. I mean, I think a team with three Big Ten losses is probably going to win, and it's going to come down to bizarre divisional tiebreakers. So it's a, a bad loss for the Gophers in that sense. That you know, Purdue now has the head-to-head and. A L in the division column, but it's still wide open. Yeah, I mean, every you know. team is one on one except for Wisconsin in the Correct. in the division, which is crazy. No, it is. Um, who do you have as number three then? Who do you think is the the third least awful? <sighs> I guess I I had Jesus Christ. Am I gonna put Iowa at number three? I I think I'll put Purdue. I'll put Purdue number three. Sure. I think I, I I am putting Purdue there as well. Um, it's I mean Iowa's losses the Iowa State loss is not a great loss, but it's not a terrible one. And Michigan's pretty good, so they got crushed by Michigan. I think Michigan would probably yeah. dominate any Big Ten West team, probably most likely. Um, so we'll see. But all right, then that means you have Iowa at four. Yeah, yeah. I have Iowa at four as well uh, after Purdue, and then. You know, we're really getting to the dregs. Uh, how do you, I, is Nebraska going all the way up to five? Well, it's like, what's a worse situation? Both Nebraska and Wisconsin have fired their coaches already. Like, I suppose, you know, the the most recent loss we have Wisconsin is like, you know, sort of fresh in our minds. Right. Uh, God, I don't know. Yeah, I probably uh, yeah, still put Wisconsin. At five, okay. At five, 
And then and I'd probably go Nebraska, and Northwestern is trash, like just garbage. Yeah, they, the only team they beat is Nebraska, so that's yeah. the really weirdest one. But I, I, they're so bad. They're one and four, and you know I don't see it getting better for them. So I think yeah, they they are deservedly the worst team. It was a close game against Penn State. Closer than it should have been. It was like, yeah, seventy yeah. to seven. Yeah, they 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 uglied it up, and Penn State was able to ugly them. You know, you didn't you didn't lose your Big Ten survivor pick. Um, although yeah, no. maybe a little more uncomfortable but than you wanted somebody to be. did i did well so i have to sing the gopher fight song but i want well, to thank the gophers i want to thank pj fleck the snake in the grass for not disclosing uh the ibrahim injury because in my big survival pool 140 people picked the gophers to win against purdue and that means they all lost and there's only 261 people left so that much closer to finishing in the money so thank you thank you pj fleck for being duplicitous. So are we? Am I still doing it? Do I still pick one? Let's keep doing. Let's, let's keep doing it. I, I lost. So okay. I have to sing. But well, I'm gonna pick a team. I'm not gonna duplicate it. I won't pick the Gophers. I'm not gonna pick uh, Michigan. Let's see. If we let's see what over overall record we can do. You know, I'm one and one. You're two and zero. Oh, picking games where you can't pick the same team twice. So let's um, you know, let's do it. Who are you gonna go with this week? I, I'm gonna pick Illinois. Okay. <laughs> Against your Hawkeyes. I might be singing the Iowa fight song next week, but I'm going to pick Illinois. I think they win that game. They're only they're okay. three and a half point favorites, he says something like that. Three, three points. Three and a half. It's going to yeah. be close. It is going to be a, a nasty, nasty, close close game down to the last I, I told drive. you from the beginning of the season that Illinois team scares the shit out of me. And, uh, you know, they're killing teams and getting coaches fired. <laughs> it's not great. Well, they're not going to get any of coaches that Iowa fired, I promise if, you. If Iowa gets crushed, Ferentz, they don't walk Ferentz out the door on Saturday? No, not at all. Not even slightly. No, and Iowa's stuck with Kirk Ferentz for next Till seven years. Until he dies. <laughs> uh, it would have to be like two or three losing seasons in a row where it'd be like, all right, maybe it's time to move on. Uh, you know, it's, he could He could finish four and eight and it wouldn't matter. Like, well, things didn't work out our way. We're a developmental program. It's just you have bad years. Wouldn't matter. Um, so, no, I, I'm going to go with Wisconsin Badgers. Because, so, I mean, we've got... The week uh, after they fired their head coach. You don't think that's going to embolden them? That They're traveling to Evanston. We talked about Northwestern's the worst team in the Big Ten West and maybe the worst team in the overall Big Ten. They're really bad. Wisconsin is 10-point favorites. And people are going to be inspired to win. And do you, you, wrong, was, do you have to, to lose, w- sing the Wisconsin fight song if you lose this one? I think oh. that should be the, the theme. Oh, of I it. like this. It, that, if you guess, so, okay. So, what we're saying is so if you pick Illinois and Illinois loses, you would have to sing the Illinois fight song? Sure, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, no, got, let's go put some it. skin in this, a little, little sure. something. That's good. So, oh man, I'm going to be cheering extra hard for Iowa then. I really want Iowa to win this one. So you have to learn the Fighting Illini fight song. Yeah, that's fine. I'll sing the Wisconsin Badger fight song uh, if they lose to Northwestern. And again, happily, uh, you know, just I'll be happy to watch Wisconsin go 0-3 in the Big Ten. I will, uh, you know, I will joyfully sing their fight song as they are on a losing streak to terrible teams or one good one and one terrible team. I mean, they'd be 0-3 in the Big Ten. This, I mean, this might be the worst Wisconsin team in a long time, but Northwestern's terrible. So we'll see. Did right. Bielema 
he didn't get fired, right? He left just left Wisconsin for like to Arkansas, Arkansas, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he went All to right. Arkansas and then he did get fired from Arkansas, is my recollection, because you know it was the SEC and he did not perform particularly well. And then I don't know what he did. I mean, because he built Wisconsin back. into a powerhouse, and they were sort of before with Alvarez. But well, yeah, people. And the Wisconsin response is that Barry Alvarez, the guy that built up the program. I mean, Wisconsin was terrible before Barry Alvarez got there. Then turned them into a consistent powerhouse, and then Bielema kind of kept the train going. Um, Which is good. Were, I mean, I'd take. I would take that. I would take the way Wisconsin was. But what the, if they go? What if they go? Two thousands. What if they go three and two or two and three and they like get clobbered by Illinois? Then would you fire your your new coach instantly? I mean that fire is PJ. Is well, I, you said you take the success that Wisconsin had, and they've had a lot of success more than you know Iowa really. But they fired him five games into the season. And he just gets and I mean that just seems so aggressive. But. Chris hasn't he hasn't impressed me as a coach. They have de- definitely taken a step down. Since Bielema left, I think that's obvious. Oh, no. really? I don't yeah. know if that's true. Um, and Gary Anderson was there first, I think, or somebody was there before uh, Paul Christ. The program has there. dropped since Bielema left. I honestly don't think that's true. I, I, I've got, I've got to say, I think. So you're gonna pull up that win total? So let's, sure, sure. Wisconsin Badger football. Let's let's take a look. Wisconsin Badgers football. Here you come, Google. Google.com. I don't care about this year's schedule. Wisconsin, here we go. That's what I want. So they went. So Chris started in 2008, or no, 2015. Yeah. It was his first year. You're right. Uh, Gary Anderson, two years in between. What happened to him? Did he get fired? Didn't he go to like TCU or something? He went somewhere else. Okay. I don't know. He might have gotten fired or asked to leave or something. I mean, I don't know the specifics of that, but. Okay, but let's just go back to Bielema, right? 2010, okay. he's 11 and two. They go to the Rose Bowl. 2011, 11 and three. Go to the Rose Bowl. Okay. 2012, eight and six. Go to the Rose Bowl. That's his last season. His last three years were Rose Bowl. Now they lost each one of those Rose Bowls, but he took them to three straight in his last three years. Okay. They have not been to a Rose Bowl. Oh no, actually, Paul Chris did take them in 2019. They went to the Rose Bowl. Right, so 2015, 10 and three. Uh, 2016, where's your record? 11 and three. 2017, uh, 13 and one, and they won the Orange Bowl, um, which is a pretty good year. I mean, they they just lost to a you know Ohio State. Uh, that was all they did. And then 2018, this was a bad bad year, seven and five. Well, they still beat Iowa that year. And then back in 2019, 10 and two. COVID-19 year, 2023 and four. Okay, that stunk, but it was a weird year. And then last year they were eight and four. Um, they If they beat your Gophers, they're yeah, nine and three. Ne- Paul Chris never had a losing record. That's insane to get fired after n- never right. having I mean, a losing I mean, record. The point is I think his, his record's better than you realize. Now, they would say that things have been trending in the wrong direction, and they've got three losses already this year. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean Bielema's first year, he was 12 and one. Now again, those are those Barry Alvarez's players, yeah, mostly. I don't know. I just you know, over the years, I always seemed like they were a much stronger program. 
I think you're just complaining like the with, fact that the Gophers have finally had some success against Wisconsin. Maybe that's it. Like, maybe that's I think it. They, oh, they've won twice, so they must not be as good. And I think that's the Fuck, never beat Bielema. Yeah. I think you just think the Gophers are better than they were. I mean, uh, a lot of bad Gopher coaches were there when Bielema was there at Wisconsin. So, I don't know. I think a, a little bit skewed. 2017, I mean, I, they were ranked as high as third in the AP poll. Yeah, they they only had one nine and zero in the conference. Yeah, they they only lost Ohio State in the Big Ten. I can't believe they. Why did they fire him? What like just because he's having a bad season? Well, see, see, there you go. See this. It's a more interesting question than than I think you realize. Yeah, I I I guess they think he's trending the wrong direction. That okay, his best years are behind him. Yeah, he had some of those like ten win seasons as recently as twenty nineteen, but they haven't had a really good year since then or do they have a guy that they're like you know we're bringing in some uh, awesome maybe coach. maybe there's a guy i don't know and maybe people didn't like him i don't know i mean right now they're they're just having a bad year um and they just don't want to wait it out or they think they have a high ceiling like okay yeah we're gonna we can we can win nine or ten games with this guy but we're not ever gonna do better than that and we want to we want to shoot for the home run and win a national title. I don't well, I don't Wasn't know. that Nebraska? Weren't they in the same boat? Well, this, look, I, look I saw a lot of that worked out for them. A lot of them with Frank Zola getting fired for yet yeah, on a 10. Frank Zola got fired in like 2003 for going 10 and three, which is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I've heard, I've heard that comparison. I've heard the Bo Pelini guy who could t- continually win like nine games, but never more. And then he got fired. Nebraska has been dog shit since Pelini left. So I mean, it's possible it could blow up in their faces. I mean, they could have, Hire the wrong dude, and they're gonna suck for several years before they fire that guy, and then start again. So who knows? It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But I was not gonna have that problem. They're gonna be stuck with Kirk, plodding along, insisting Petrus is the best option ad nauseum. So all right. How do you want me to sing the Gopher Fight song? I mean, I, it, should we blast music? Should I just read the lyrics? I I don't. Uh, acapella go do you need acapella? you need you need the no it's that's fine no i don't need the tune uh, it's gonna I'm, uh, if you're a, a minnesota purist and you want it maybe to be the we'll tune dub it's not in music correct. over maybe yeah well you're the tech guy so i'll leave that on you but let's uh let's give the people what right, they want quiet everybody quiet yeah this is do you need a important. vocal warm-ups do you need a no, la, la, no, la, la, we're la. good we're good we're good all right Minnesota hats off to be Do like colors true Shirt livery We're men strong united are we Rah 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 for sky you rah 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 For the U of M That repeated okay Minnesota hats off to thee Do like colors true we shall ever be We're men strong united are we Rah 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 for sky you rah 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 For the U of M Now remember everybody You have two choices in life you can be a gopher fan, or you can be a piece of shit. You can decide which one you want to be. Thanks for listening. <laughs>